We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you again for joining us for this episode of the Blessing from the Valley podcast. And this is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, hoping you are having a wonderful day. Delighted that you've joined us. And if you uh, enjoy the podcast, if it's a great help to you, then why don't you uh, share it, uh, get the word out. And uh, we're just trying to be an encouragement, as I say many, many times. And uh, so uh, we're hopefully hoping that it is an encouragement. We're looking at you know, a question that uh, Peter asked uh, in the writing of the second epistle of Peter to the persecuted Christians, uh, to the saints that were spread abroad and uh, trying to be faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ, even in those early days of the early church. But this question still rings today and is one that I think would be very prudent for us to consider. And it's just simply this, what manner of person ought we to be? We find it in verse 11 of 2 Peter chapter 3 as he's closing out uh, this epistle. He's talking about the day of the Lord, the coming of the Lord, what a day that will be. But the Bible says in verse 11, seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. He's talking about the heaven, the earth. We're going to have a new heaven, new earth. And the Bible says, here's it is. What manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting under the coming of the day of God. So we're looking, and we even want that day to, to hurry up and get here. I agree. But here's the question. Until he gets here, as the Lord tarries his coming, what kind of person should we be? That's basically what he asked. He said, knowing that, knowing the end, knowing that we're going to enjoy a new heaven, a new earth, knowing that our faith is going to become sight, then what kind of person should we be in this present world and in the condition that it's in? I'm going to tell you, we need to be a strong Christian. And so we've been talking about that. We need to be, number one, I talked to you about we should be established in the Word of God. Then we should be established in the ways of God. And by the way, if we're established in the Word of God, then we will understand the ways of God. And we talked about that on the last episode. The reason this is so important, because we live in a day where, number one, we live in a biblically illiterate society. Obviously, America is still the greatest country on earth, but she's not what she used to be. And, uh, and with that being said, uh, there's a lot of ungodliness in our country, and we all know this. But knowing that we live in this kind of a day, then we, yes, we need to be established in the Word of God. And if we're established in the Word of God, we're going to understand the ways of God. And yes, at times, many times, people of the world are not going to understand us. But again, we should be established in the ways of God. And then I want you to know, I think something else, I think we should only be established in the Word of God in the ways of God, but I think we must, we've got to be established in the wisdom of God. We ought to be growing in grace and knowledge of the Savior. You know, one thing that I think marks our day is a lack of wisdom. I think we have a lot of knowledge, but I think we're lacking wisdom. Well, how do we get wisdom? The Bible says that any of you that lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And so I'm wondering, are we asking the Lord for wisdom? I think we're just trying to do things our own way. Uh, But we need to be growing in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ to be like him, to be conformed to the image of his son. But, you know, there's a difference between knowing two plus two and uh, who we should marry. I mean, there's a big difference there. And so that's why I think in this day we've put a lot of stock in education. But I think the wisdom of God will answer the weightier, help us answer the weightier things of our lifetime. 
So we ought to be growing in grace and the knowledge of the Savior. We need great, uh, we need great wisdom from God. Uh, look, we know that science has wrought wonders, uh, but look, we understand this. God's wisdom trumps everything. We need wisdom. We need to be established in the wisdom of God, including myself. Uh, we make so many poor decisions. Uh, sometimes we just make decisions off the fly, and we're not asking the Lord for wisdom. But again, I think this goes back to being established. We ought to be established in the Word of God. So if we're established in the Word of God, then we're going to be more established in the ways of God, which will help us in our daily decisions, in our daily walk, uh, in you know, our daily actions. So what, what manner of person ought we to be? No doubt. We need to be established in the Word. We need to be established in His ways. And I hope and pray we're established in His wisdom. We need His wisdom to live in this culture, to live in this day, and to live in any day. So let's be established. Then I want to just give you this, and then I want to give you some other things as we think about what manner of person ought we to be. Let me say this. We must be established in the work of God. Now, this is so minimized today. Um, think about it. Satan's work is going on. Uh, it, it's moving. It's happening. You know, we, we're told that we're not battling. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we know that we're wrestling against spiritual darkness and wickedness. Uh, so we know this, and we know that the devil's work, he's seeking like a roaring lion whom he may devour. So we know he's not stopping. And so I'm wondering, what are we as Christians doing in the work of God? I truly believe that the local church is God's uh, designed. I mean, it's his design. Uh, he's the creator of the local church, and I believe it is the mechanism or the, the no doubt, it is... Uh, the unit that God is going to work in this world. And so I have to ask, if we're going, if we're going to ask this question, what manner of person ought we to be? I believe we would need to be actively involved in God's institution, which is the local church. Uh, Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost, and he's coming again. And we know that, and we just read that here in Second Peter. So what are we doing to try to, to, to spread the light? Uh, to get the news out, to do his work. Why, if he came to seek and to save that which is lost, then that's why he's left us here. You know, I'm afraid uh, in many uh, areas we find we talk about churches. What is your goal? What's your, you know, what is your reason of, uh, you know, being a church? Well, we should be a lighthouse in the community, but we ought to be a soul-saving station, no doubt, um, because people are lost. And so where are they going to hear the good news? They ought to hear them from Christians. They ought to hear them from the church. By the way, the church is not a building, so we ought to be established in the work of God. Why? Because we're looking for a new heaven, a new earth, and we ought to be, honestly, in this day, we ought to be more loyal, more devoted. We ought to be more consecrated. We ought to be uh, laboring for the Lord. We ought to be serving the Lord. I'm thankful that Tiftonia Baptist Church is a laboring church. Uh, I try to encourage them and, and, and uh, you know, I wouldn't use the word compliment them, uh, but uh, I, I try to just, again, assure them that they're they're doing things for the Lord. And we have a good group of people here in our church that's very active. A lot of things being done, a lot of work taking place, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, but look, we ought to be in the work of God. Uh, if you're a Christian, you ought to be in some sort of laboring for the Lord. That's one of the things that I'm really concerned about in this newer, in this, in this culture that we live in. Um, 
I'm noticing a lot of ministries and I'm asking the question, what are they doing? You know, what are they doing? It seems like it's so inward, you know, well, we're worshiping. Well, good if you're worshiping, but what are you doing to go out and reach out and serve? And, um, you know, I hear a lot of people talking about, well, we're spreading the gospel, but you know, there's a uh, very little evangelistic work going on. And so, and God help us here. Uh, we can always do better in our evangelistic work, but here's the question. What manner of person ought we to be? knowing that we're living in the world conditions in which we're living in, and we know that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back, our faith will become sight, we're looking for that new heaven, that new earth by faith, then we should be an established Christian in the word of God. We ought to be an established Christian in the ways of God, and we certainly ought to be established in the ways of God and in his wisdom. And then we certainly should be established in the work of God. Just last weekend, I got up and just shared my heart with our church. And I said, look, there's so much to be done. And there's, and you know, I don't know if you would even think about it. If you attend a church, maybe you do, maybe you don't. But if you realize something, there is a lot of moving parts in a local church. I mean, it, there's a lot of things that has to take place for that church service, even on Sundays to function. I mean, you think about it. I can think of all the things that has to be done here. I mean, if people are going to hear the word of God, you got to have sound. You got to have people that will work it. You got to have people to check the batteries, make sure the microphones are working. If you're if you're live streaming something, you got to make sure somebody's there and there somebody has a heart for that and they're getting it out. And I'm thankful we do. You know, I think about if we have families coming to church, and you got to have provide uh, some kind of child care so the parents can come in and enjoy and hear the word of God. So you got to have nursery workers. If you want to go out and pick up children that necessarily wouldn't be able to come and you're riding buses, you know, you got to have people that are willing with their heart to jump up, get up early in the morning and go and get them. And then you have to have a preacher that, that studies and is prepared for the service. And then so many things you got to have ushers and you got to have greeters and look, there's so many things. The building's got to be clean. Then if you're going to add more ministries, you know, if you have children there, you want to minister to them, you got to have workers, you got to have volunteers. If you're going to have children's church, I mean, uh, <laughs> there's so many things uh, that goes on in a church, in the laboring of a church. And these are all serving. If you're going to have a choir, you got to have people that will, will sing and, and you have special music. You got to have people that will come in and practice. So there's a lot of work, but it takes a lot of hands. And I tell our church all the time, many hands make light work. And so I hope and pray that you are a Christian in this day that is absolutely serving in a local church. You need to be serving in a local church. You need to be established in the work of God. And I can promise you, wherever you go, if that church is worth anything, there is places for you to get involved in. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you, and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.